Hello and welcome back to another service here at the Altar of Noise. My name is Josh and I'm joined remotely by my good friend Simon. Uh, he is also a fellow music believer. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Good, mate. How are you? How are you holding up? Ah, uh, look, you know, finally got taken down by the old spicy cough. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I haven't been feeling too bad i think early on it was pretty bad uh nice little bouts of chills and fever and not being able to determine if i'm hot or cold uh being a bit nappy you know which i'm you know never gonna say no to a good nap um but uh you know it's um it is what it is and and yeah just soldiering on through hoping hoping that's um uh a few days time I'll be able to get out because uh, after this, I have to hit the road for several weeks for work and yeah. kind of want to be able to do that. Cause you know, I like what I do and I kind of also need to earn an income. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least you're holding up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So like the way it worked is we were so over the weekend uh, I was hanging out with the kids. I was feeling a little bit miserable come uh, like the Saturday night. And then uh, Meg came over and stayed the night. Um, she had to go to a wedding and we've both been saying, oh, we feel a little bit off, but we'll see how we go. Spent the Sunday together um, with the kids. She headed off. When she got home, she did a rat test and we'd both done the rat test on the Saturday. And they both came back negative. We're like, all right, well, that's good news. Go and do our um, rat test on the Sunday. Uh, she did hers when she got home and it came back positive. At this time, I was dropping off the kids back to their mum as I was about to head in to work and to do, you know, six or so hours at the bottle shop. And... I'm like, oh, crap. So I asked my ex, I'm like, oh, do you have a spare rat test so I can do it in the car as I drive to work, drive along to work, sticking things up my nose. And, um, yeah, the rat test came back positive as I was driving to work. So I had to very quickly call the boss and say, hey. <laughs> yeah. I kind of can't come in uh, now. <laughs> oh, so, well, you've done the right thing, so. Yeah. Yeah, we're. But, you know, I think she's got a bit rough at the moment. I think she's had more of a cough and a sore throat, so I'm just thankful that I haven't really had that. Mm. But, yes, anyway, anyway, so today is part one of, I guess, uh, for the lack of a better word, our homage to Big Day Out. Yeah. Um, we've both expressed in the past our love of the festival, how much it means to us, how much festivals in general mean to us. And so we thought, why not? So why not uh, create our own festival? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. It's actually been quite fun to uh, kind of have a crack at this. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously there are a few parameters in place. Um, 
uh, when we were coming up with this. So we limited it to four stages, um, four of the big ones. Obviously, we're not going to include things like the lily pad um, or uh, there was the vans, vans slash converse slash cat essential stage. Um, uh, there was other stages that popped up periodically. Um, so we're limiting it to four. Um, and yeah, we are envisioning this is taking place at what I think is the best spot for Big Day Out, and that is uh, the Adelaide Showgrounds. Yep. The stages we have chosen are the local produce stage, um, the green stage, which is kind of like uh, your kind of in turn is our semi-default second main stage. Uh, also, would in the past have some very uh, some more alternate, but indie and a variety of different acts would go through there. Uh, we also have chosen the boiler room. And then for the final episode, we have our main stage. Um, now with the first three, uh, the local, the uh, green stage and boiler room, we're both picking two artists, uh, picking three artists, two of which we've already told each other. So we know what those ones are. And we will slot them in the order for how we think they should be open, uh, how they should be on the timetable. And then we will bring in our headliner acts and uh, we will debate who gets to be the headline of that stage. That all sound good to you, mate? Sounds good to me. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Anything you want to add before we kick it off with the local produce stage? Except for that, uh, all the bands need to be currently touring. Like we can't reform Led Zeppelin or anything like that. Uh, we're kind of yes. taking it semi-seriously. Uh, we've got to think about who will actually sell tickets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, nah, apart from that, apart from that, yeah, sounds yeah. good to me. Excellent, excellent. Do you want to kick it off, mate, with uh, your first artist? Uh, I can do. I can do. All right. So all right. we're kicking off the local stage. So we're choosing all SA acts, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, first up, I have chosen Last Days of Cali. Uh, they're an instrumental post-rock band. They kind of have like lots of guitar looping and equally soundscapes. Uh, the drumming is kind of more musical than it is beat-driven, kind of to help along with the melody in that. Um, they've supported heaps of post-rock legends such as Russian Circle, Sleep Makes Waves, Mono, Tortoise. Um, and I think they're a great represent- a representation of all the post-rock bands in Adelaide. And, um, you know, they're one of the best ones going around doing it in Adelaide. So I figured uh, they would be a good showcase of what Adelaide offers in the realm of post-rock. So I went with Last Days of Cali as, our, as the first up on the local stage excellent cool uh have you checked them out uh no i was meant to go see them support my good friends in Aya for their album launch but mm-hmm. that was when covid first hit and uh, um, yes everything went to crap 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have listened to them a fair amount. Yeah. Um, just just because I keep seeing their name pop up with, you know, bands I like. And so I've obviously checked them out. But um, no, I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. But, I imagine that, uh, like, obviously, I haven't seen them. The name sounds familiar, but I'm not too familiar with their work. But by the sounds of it, it sounds like they would be able to generate uh, a good um, a good vibe for uh, the local produce stage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, uh, I've got friends who are really into them, have seen them. Uh, you know, I obviously invited them to open. I don't think they're opening. I think they were like main support for them in their nice. album launch. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a good opportunity for an instrumental band to to go mm-hmm. up on there. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Um, so mine is a band that I mentioned in the previous uh, episode or one of the previous episodes, uh, Smoke No Fire. Having seen these guys now play a couple of times, uh, we know of them as the alt rock joy from uh, the hills, uh, bluesy rock, some uh, funky psychedelic, uh, sounds as well. I previously said they were similar to Eagles of Death Metal, Queens of the Stone Age, but kind of going back and re-listening to them, they've got some Zeppelin in them. They've got some Jack White, um, and they've just got an awesome sound. Uh, live, they have a great amount of energy. The only two dudes on a stage, um, they can get a crowd crowd going. They're playing as many live gigs as humanly possible. Um, I feel like every time I turn around, they're on some bill playing at some venue um so you know that they've got the experience to kind of play uh to a live crowd and to a to a diverse crowd at times and i think they'd just be perfect for hopping up on a stage and whipping everyone into a frenzy oh yeah for sure um they're a good chat i reckon they'll sound great over a massive festival pa as well yeah because they do it well in like like generally kind of uh, kind of smaller environments, but their music doesn't sound small. It does have a big feel to it. So yeah, yeah I could imagine being even like an open air. I don't think a duo, their music is going to get lost in the open air. Nah, I think it would only benefit from it. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Nah, good show. Yeah. Who's your second option here? All right, my second option uh, is to bring in a bit of variety into uh, into the, the proceedings, and that is Jack Vaughn. Uh, he is the rapper who I had discovered through this podcast. <laughs> um, now I'm I don't know much at all about the rap scene here in Adelaide, but um, mm-hmm. he's been writing material and performing for close to two decades. So he's got some time under his belt. Um, like I said, I discovered him through this podcast. He, um, I think he commented on one of our, one of our um, posts and yeah, got to know him a little bit and he's a great guy and his music is absolutely brilliant. Uh, his latest EP, A Long Wear Away, is a tight little release. Um, the song Smack is sick and gold fishing, I think it's called, is fucking cool. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to try and showcase a wide range of the Adelaide music scene. Um, Jack Fall seems to be a great option for representing Adelaide's rap scene. He's done a whole bunch of collabs as well. 
Um, he's been a part of a few different little groups, so he could probably, uh, you know, bring a party to the things over <laughs> on the local stage. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like I said, if you, if you want to check out some Adelaide rap, I would highly recommend that new EP along Where Away. Uh, it is really good. And yeah, yeah, Jack Vool. I think that's um, important what you said there. Uh, like when you said the word celebration, I think the local produce stage needs to be a celebration of um, what we have here in Adelaide. Um, and he does it very well. Like obviously, yeah, we've seen him comment on a few things um, with our posts, which is always appreciated. Um, and he, yeah, I, I have to admit, I haven't checked out a huge amount of his stuff, but the stuff I've checked out, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty bloody good. Again, yeah. I'm not a huge rap person. So for me, it's just like, all right, cool. And like, I'll be honest, I'm generally, this is going to sound me, but I'm generally critical of like Australian rap because I don't know why, but I always more think of it as an American thing. But he does it well and m- makes it so you don't kind of feel that way, that you're kind of going, oh, just an Australian rapper. But you're like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's excellent. Um, I'd highly recommend checking him out. And he's got a, a recent group called Thought and Prayers by memory. That was a really cool release as well. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so I'm going to kick it up another gear with, uh, Stabitha and the knifey wifeys. Um, we, we actually saw these guys at Froth and Fury, uh, last year, the, um, metal punk, uh, rock event down at Pirate Life Brewing. Um, and they just kind of blew me away. I was like, holy shit. These uh, four ladies can kick some serious ass. Um, think of it as more like, uh, like some of the best elements of like punk bands in the past. And this is going to sound weird, but it kind of works in my head. They're more a polished slash evolved version of like Jack Off Jill. Um, yeah, I can. <laughs> I, that kind of weirdly makes sense. Yeah. Um. But we know, uh, but like, as we've both witnessed, they can bloody well go. They did Froth and Fury. They did uh, an event with Riot Riot City Wrestling called uh, Punk Rock Riot, um, which was held at Unibar, which uh, I didn't get to, but I imagine it would be fucking good fun. And honestly, how could you not want to have a band playing uh, that has songs like uh, I'm a Buyer, 100 Cats? Fuckface McGee and Nice Pants Wanna Fuck. Um, they've got the energy. They've got the. They've got a really fun sound to them, and it kind of, like I said, kind of harkens back to a lot of of some of the great punk bands in years gone past. And I think that's um, a stage like that wouldn't be too much for them. I reckon they'd kick some ass at doing it. Yeah, they're. They're great. They're absolutely incredible. Um, they were going to be on my list as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, nah, I reckon them tearing up a a local stage at a big day out would be uh, a sight to behold. I reckon they're brilliant. Absolutely, absolutely. So we have our first four there. So last days of Cali, Smoke No Fire, 
Jack Vool and Stabitha and the Knifey Wifeys. Is that the order in which they would play? Or would you change it? Um, so we're going to instrumental. Kinda, yeah, kind of sounds, yeah. sounds like a good order to me. Yeah. Like you, you want your, they just kind of build along the way. Um, and, uh, you know, increase in uh, excitement. Uh, you want that proper build. So when you're getting to your your main headliners, you're like, holy shit, all right, I'm pumped up. I am ready for this. I'm ready to go fight a bear or something. Um, I, I think I think for the local stage, yes. I think for some of the later stages, uh, popularity plays a massive part. Oh, absolutely. So, um, But I think you're right for the local stage. I think that kind of builds builds pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that would put Jack Bull and Stabitha and the Knifey Wifey's kind of mid-afternoon, late afternoon. Yeah. That's when the party yeah, starts to pick up a bit. Um, yeah. I think that's a good order. I think we somehow nailed that order straight up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Our headliners. So I'll mention my headliner first. Uh, I have gone with Hidden Intent. Ah, okay. Mine is a bit sneaky. I've gone I've gone for Tony Foncho. You know what? You know what? <laughs> I was really tempted to choose them. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's sneaky because they uh they haven't played a gig in a while, but I yep. don't think they're technically not a band. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's still a band, so that's that's my only sneakiness. But yeah, I think I think I think if we offered it to them, they'd take it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we know that um, Tony Foncho have experience at Big Day Out because mm-hmm. that's where we first saw them. Well, that's where I first saw yeah, them. Yeah, that's where Was you first Big... saw them. It wasn't where I did, but yeah, yeah, at Big Day Out, uh, they played. I don't think it was the local produce stage. I want to say they played. Uh, I want to say the. Not the Converse Vans, stage. Yeah. Yeah. Van slash Converse slash Cat Power um, uh, stage. That's a really good choice. And I was really tempted to choose them, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. Um, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'll quickly make the case for hidden intent, uh, okay. hidden intent, uh, veterans of the Adelaide metal scene, great Aussie thrash metal. Mm-hmm. Um, think Slayer, uh, think Motorhead, but with, uh, a more, much more interesting bass line. Sorry, Lemmy. Um, they've toured with large bands before. They've also done international tours. They know about positioning on the bill, which is good to know because they have to know what their role is and as far as getting the crowd pumped up. They're really, really, really good at what they do. Um, They have a great fan base that I believe would turn out in good numbers to support them and would be keen on a bunch of the other stuff that's been on the earlier portion of our stage. Um, Tony Foncho is such a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) Look, um. 
yeah, we we obviously both love Tony Foncho. Uh, for those who mm-hmm. don't know, uh, they were when was their heyday? Probably like the what two thousand eight, nine, tenish. I guess yeah, of, around that mark. Um, I don't want to call them funk metal, but I guess that's a kind of funk yeah. groove metal kind of faith no mori early incubacy. Yeah, style. Um, I would I, I would say yeah, Faith No More slash that first, uh, yeah, fungus first of, album of yeah. um, Incubus. Yeah, Fungus Among Us kind of mm. stuff. Um, now their shows, especially back then, were they used to go a bit insane. The crowds used to they used to. Uh, it's good fun, good fun times. Um. I think the fact that it would be their first show in a few years would also help them pull a massive crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, they can hold their own against anyone, really. I saw them support uh, Mammal, and yes. they blew the stage off of Mammal, in my opinion. <laughs> um, look, Hidden in 10 is a great choice for a headliner as well. They have the popularity. They've, you know, done a couple of international tours. Um, I, yeah, it, I think it's, uh, it comes down to whether one can follow the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. it's funny you talk about them playing their first gig in the years. So full disclosure to you people listening at home, I was really, really tempted to do this as to be really sneaky like Simon and say <laughs> that um, that this uh, stage was now sponsored by uh, Skull Beard Co and have this as the return of the beards and have them as my headliner. <laughs> yeah, that's too um, sneaky. Uh, seeing as, yes, they have played their last shows, but I'll be like, Come on, it's the first festival back in Adelaide for years. They're going to headline it. They've headlined the local stage before, back in 2013, um, with one of the most amazing performances ever. Um, you know, they brought out a uh, leaf blower and blew it in their beards. Um, but I was like, ah, oh, that's a bit, that, that, that's a bit too cheeky. Um, I. I, I'm tempted, more tempted to go with hidden intent as the. I'm got Tony Foncho as the main, as the main headliner, purely because hidden intent have been like the second. For, I was looking back at some of their past bills, and they're always the second band. Okay. Um, so for me, that makes sense that they know that their role is to get their people more pumped up for what's coming next. Okay. And I think the return of Tony Foncho would generate a lot of buzz, almost to the point of like saying, oh, the return of Tism would generate a lot of buzz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just as we, uh, just before we recorded this, Good Things announced their lineup and uh, just got us really more excited to record this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm happy with that. I think Hidden Attorney is a great, great shout for Headliner. Um, in this case, I think Tony Font shows return to the stage is yeah. uh, a fairly big deal and something that uh, would be hard to top. Do you remember the 
gig we went to and saw them at the Metro. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And that was their first gig in I don't know how long. And there was a really big buzz for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the energy in the room was great. Like it was, <laughs> I mean, obviously it was a slightly older crowd, but um, mm. yeah, the energy was great. <clears throat> they can uh, whip a room into a frenzy. So, yeah. And I, I think it, when you're doing a stage like the local projects, it just needs to kind of almost be full on energy all the mm. time. And they're kind um, of, I mean, in my eyes, they're kind of legends of the Adelaide scene. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. I mean, same with Hidden Intent. Um, so it kind of makes sense to have them headline, in my opinion. Yep. So our stage in the end for our local produce was Last Days of Cali, Smoke No Fire, uh, Jack Vool, Stabitha and the Knifey Wifeys. <laughs> Such a great name. Uh, Hidden a Tent and Tony Boncho as our um, as our headline act for our local produce stage. Um, Supported by Shapeshifter Brewing, because why not? Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's a pretty good stage. Yeah, yeah I'm happy with like that. If, if that was like a standalone thing at like just somewhere in Adelaide, I'd be keen to go to that. That's that's a good that's a good show. Yeah, I think that's a pretty decent lineup for a local produce stage. No, uh, no temptation to. Put the unset on the stage. No, because I'll be running around watching the rest of the festival. I yeah, got time cool. to play. <laughs> well, that's a, that's why you should have put you guys first. You know, get over and done with. Like, yeah, yeah, sweet. We can open right, the mate. main stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, did um, did did the unset ever have offers to really? I mean, I know you played the punk. Festival, oh, Tunguska, and we've played Detour yeah. twice. Yeah, and Detour. That's it. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Detours. Um, I was trying to remember if you'd had any other real festival thing, but yeah, Detour. That was no. That one. Our old band, Bliss and Ignorance, got offered to play a festival in Robe, which was would have been us, Mammal, Grinspoon, and Screaming Jets, um, which we accepted, but then, like a couple of weeks before it was meant to happen, Robe, it was meant to be at Robe Footy Club and yeah. um, like on the Oval and then Robe Footy Club pulled the pin because they didn't want their ground to get stuffed up. What so, a yeah. bunch of pussies. Yeah. So what I a nearly, bunch of wimps. I nearly played a show with Mammal, Grinspoon and Screaming Jets, which would have been fun. But That would have been fucking great. Yeah. Yep. Totally would have been. <laughs> and Mammal, Mammal were just becoming like, one of my favorite bands at that point, Grinspoon are obviously yeah. legends. Screaming Jets, yeah. you know, that would have been cool. So, anywho, anywho, here's nice. what it is. It is, it is. All right, excellent. So, that's our first stage, guys. Hmm. A nice, quick, short, uh, to the point stage. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you think. Any uh local Adelaide bands that you think may have deserved a spot as well. No Danny that doesn't include include Road uh Hall. They don't they haven't done anything in a while, so stuff them. 
Um, but we would love to know what you think by contacting us at facebook.com slash altar of noise. Uh, you can check out Simon's band at facebook.com slash the unset. And you can check me out streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mad dog I actually tried streaming. Uh, I streamed yesterday uh, while I was, you know, dealing with the Rona. Cause I'm just like, I have to actually talk to someone. Otherwise I'm going to be talking to the cat the entire time for my isolation. And I feel like that might send me crazy. So I thought, ah, oh, I'll just get on the internet and play some video games and talk to my chat. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> COVID's fun. Uh, excellent. Cool. Well, next ep- next episode, we uh, will be going into the green stage. So you won't want to miss that because there are some very interesting bands making that uh making that stage i believe bit 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 of a bigger stage bit more money being thrown around yeah 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 well, well, all we're doing uh for the local stage was just we're just offering them a um carton of beer um and backstage know. passes so they can run right because that's what local yeah. bands have to do exactly be a minister to society None of this stuff that big day out done where you separated it from the main stage fuck that these run right. Sabatha is definitely going to be hanging out with the main stage crowd. Um, excellent, no problems. In the meantime, everyone, stay safe, and we will see you all in the next episode. Bye.